Hey you guys, this is the Coupling Spire podcast. Here's a couple of things you might need to know or maybe you just forgot. I'm Taylor, a volunteer firefighter and also a firewife to my favorite firefighter. Join me as I talk anything and everything fire related. I don't claim to be an expert, I just love to talk fire and I'm not afraid to get into real and deep discussions. Everything I say is my own opinion and does not reflect the opinions of any agency or organization I am associated with. Let's get on with the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Couplings Fire podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Anderson, and thank you so much for tuning in for this resurgence of this podcast. Resurgence? Sure. I don't know. We're gonna. It's starting up again. I mean, I was on a break for a little while. Uh, gay maternity leave. <laughs> Honestly, it was great. And we'll get into that coming into the episode. But I am so happy, so happy to be back with you guys. Because the last time I put out really a full episode was in February, middle of February. And I had uh, an off week before that even too. So uh, yeah, it's been a little while since I put out an episode, you guys. <laughs> um, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, for those of you who have been here before, I really appreciate you coming back. For those of you who are new here, um, pretty much the intro says it all. Uh, I don't claim to be an expert and we just get into whatever I want to talk on fire stuff. And I don't know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a good time. <laughs> I keep it real for you guys. I get into to family life, to personal life. I get into fire stuff, obviously. Um, we don't do too many tactics, but it depends. It depends on who I have on or what I want to talk about. We just kind of hit all realms of things here, but I will always keep it real for you guys. And actually, it's something I'm going to be starting in the f- here going forward um, is actually being even more real with you guys. I mean, I was real before. Don't get me wrong. You guys probably hear a baby right now possibly in the background fussing a little bit um but i'm gonna be myself and i've always been myself on this podcast but i'm going to be even more myself i'm not gonna hold back on my geeky references anymore um hence you guys i mean have you noticed the title of the podcast return of the podcast come on return of the jedi it is revenge of the fifth today (laughs) so may the fourth be with you all and happy revenge of the fifth (laughs) I'm so happy, actually, that uh, the return of this podcast actually ended up on Star Wars, the second Star Wars day, right? And now, I don't know if you guys have heard, but with The Mandalorian coming out, and especially season three, um, everyone's talking about this is the May, (laughs) which to me is amazing. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) But yeah, I'm not going to hide back those... um, those geeky references anymore so if you guys like that kind of thing it's more it's going to be coming to you um and i'm just going to go wherever my heart tells me to uh coming up Uh, again yeah fussy kid in the background i'm sure you can hear Uh, that's something new i'm gonna have to learn to work with and honestly it's not going to be very often it's going to be once in a while and especially with this being the first podcast i want you guys to hear what i'm going through that sounds terrible but like i am doing what I can to keep these podcasts going out. <laughs> and that means rearranging my life around a little kid and something very different that I've never had to do before. So I, actually starting right there, I kind of want to talk about, um, I've had a chance to catch up on a few other podcasts that I've been wanting to listen to. I haven't had a chance to do that for a while. And actually earlier this week, I was listening to Rob Paparo's The Size Up podcast from National Fire Radio. And let me tell you guys, that podcast is amazing. I've only listened to the first reboot episode. 
the one where he interviews Jeremy. That's it. That's all I've listened to. And let me tell you, 12 minutes into that podcast, I'm already like, okay, I know I'm going to love this. I know this is going to be a good podcast and I can't wait to listen to more of it. But the premise of the podcast, of his podcast, is it's talking about sizing up your life, right? And how life changes and you have to continually size up everything and and reevaluate and what are you going to do? What are you going to change? You have to change your tactics sometimes, the way you come at things. And you have to you have to just change the order you do things. And and it's a lot. It can be a lot at times. And our lives are constantly changing. And it's something I realized, uh, yeah, my life definitely changed. And it's so funny because I thought I was ready and prepared for this. Um, and don't get me wrong, it's not like terrible. Um, but I wasn't as prepared to be a mother as I thought I was. As I thought like going through pregnancy was going to make me. There's been a lot of uphill battles here. There's There's been, uh, not going to lie, a lot of sleepless nights, uh, a lot of crying, and just trying to get a handle on this whole thing. Um, this little kid is five weeks old now, almost six weeks, um, and it's been a learning curve, a big learning curve, and something I'm going to have to learn how to work into my life, into Chris's life, into our lives uh, going forward here. You know, how does the podcast working with this stuff? And, and just listening to Rob and Jeremy talk just really helped me see that, yes, I, I'm ha- going to have to size up like I do a fire scene. I'm going to have to size up my life and reevaluate, reevaluate what's most important first. What do I need to take care of? Um, maybe this is more important at this time. Um, and honestly, I'm excited to keep listening to his podcast to see who he interviews and to hear their stories about how they, how they live in general. So I, I encourage you guys to go listen to his podcast. It's going to be really good. Like I said, I can already tell. He's already has probably about four or more episodes out since that new reboot episode. I'm a little behind the game catching up. <laughs> but go listen to it. It's going to be great. So talking about learning <laughs> and getting used to things. Um, it was interesting. So Chris was able to be home for the first three weeks of Everett's life. Everett is the kid. I don't know if I've ever actually uh, announced his name. You guys, I have a kid. His name's Everett. <laughs> and he's adorable. But Chris Chris was able to be home for the first three weeks. And that was amazing. Straight three weeks. It was awesome. There's no paternity leave um, for his fire department. But he was able to use vacation sick time to make it happen. Which I know a lot of you guys have to do. And... I get it. I don't like it. I don't love it. I wish there was paternity leave, but I understand. So he was able to work vacation time and sick time to be able to to be home for that. And that was that was amazing to have him home for the first three weeks. Honestly, I don't know how I would have handled it alone right away. So I'm thankful he did that. Um, but when he went back on shift for the first 24 hours, that was harder than I expected it to be. I knew it was going to be hard. I knew it was going to be different. Um, Because it wasn't just going to be me anymore and I had this kid. That sounds cold. But I'm just going to call him the kid anyways. That's just what I do. I love him just as much. FYI. (laughs) But I I didn't know how hard it was actually going to be. And it was actually longer than 24 hours, really, if you think about it. Because what we end up doing, we come up with a system um, where the night before he goes on shift, I take over at midnight. Chris puts him down to bed. I take over at midnight, no matter what happens. And then from midnight all the way through the whole shift is I, I get the kid. I, I take care of him. 
um, anything he needs. That way Chris gets a full solid like five or six hours of sleep before he has to go into shift, which is less than what he's used to going into shift. You know, he's used to getting a full night's sleep, a good full night's sleep before shift. Um, so that's different in the first place. But I, so I was really alone with him for the that seven hours then um, till 7 a.m. And then that next seven, till 7 a.m. the next day. Uh, so that was a lot of time to be alone with, with Everett. And that first night, he did not sleep very well for me. I, he, it's hilarious because he'd been sleeping decent right before then. But that night was different. We're not quite sure why. But it put me sleep deprived on the get-go. So that didn't help. <laughs> and add to that some milk supply issues that day and um, just general hormones, you guys. And hormones and just general being tired with a newborn. That was terrible. I can't tell you how many times I cried that day. That first 24 hours of Chris on shift again. Um, it was a lot. It was a lot. And it was hard. And I didn't know how I was going to get through it. I didn't. I, I just couldn't wait for Chris to get home because as soon as he got home, like, hey, basically take the kid. I can't do this. I need sleep. I need some sort of sleep. And I don't know, it threw me. And I was so worried because Chris had to go back off shift the next next day. So for those of you who don't know, or if you don't remember, he does 24 hours every other day for two weeks. And then he has a week off. Now, luckily when he went back on shift, he was only doing the second half of his, of his um, set. So he only had three days that he had to work before his Kelly week. Then he had the week off. So I'm happy that was that way because it gave us a little bit of time to get used to it before we had the full set to deal with <laughs> the full two weeks on and off for 24 hours. So yeah, so that second 24 hours was coming along and I was not looking forward to it. Now granted, it did go better. It went a lot better. I found out that I need help sometimes, <laughs> which I don't like to admit. And... We, as firefighters, don't like to admit when we need help. I mean, I can tell you a thousand things right off the top of my head of being on a fire scene or being at training where maybe I should have asked for help, but I didn't want help. I wanted to do it on my own. I thought I could. I thought I could push through it. And that's not always the right way to go. Sometimes you need help. And we need to realize we need to ask for help. So luckily... Um, I was able to ask for some help and talk to more friends and talk to family members, even just on the phone. That that helps so much. But honestly, my parents were able to come for a couple hours one day and watch watch Everett while I slept, <laughs> which was amazing. It, it helps so much just getting two hours of sleep. It was godsend, honestly. So now we're back on the work set again after have him having a week off. And I think it's going to go better this time. Honestly, I just I feel better about it. I've already done another 24 hours the first 24 hours of the full um and again Everett had some problems was fussy most of the day and didn't love sleeping but these two weeks I think are gonna be long and it's something I never realized on the firewife side of things honestly I just kept thinking about the spouse as a spouse not as a mother because that's always been my experience I, I, I of course I thought about them as a mother I should say because I knew spouses who had kids and you know, I know families, right? Like, it's duh. And I, I talk about family all the time on here. It's it's part of the staples here. But I don't think it clicked. And I know that sounds weird because I talk about it all the time. So why didn't it click? I don't know. <laughs> but something's just clicking now where I'm starting to see some of those other, other aggravations, other problems, other things that can come up in relationships, especially in the fire relationships that 
can be really hard. <laughs> I mean, luckily, I have an amazing husband, and he is he goes above and beyond when he's home and when he's able to, and it's it's been amazing. But I can see very quickly, you know, it can get bad. It can get hard, and it can get just crazy nerve-wracking for a parent at home, for a, for a mother at home, father at home, doesn't matter which side of it you're on. And being that single parent for that time is difficult. I talk to some of my friends who have kids and they say, yeah, we know it's hard when they're at work, but when they come home, it's easier and blah, blah. And I get it. And yes, their husbands are gone every day, but they also get to see their husbands every night. And I'm not complaining about the fact that I don't get to see Chris every night, but it is different that like, I don't know what 30 hours that I have the kid alone that it's my responsibility and those for sure 24 hours where Chris is not here it's a long time at one time it's not just eight hours it's not somebody else can come home and watch the kid while I take a shower or eat you know I have to find my own time to make that work in that 24 hours I don't have Chris coming home and reassuring me every day and giving me a hug every day and spending some time together before I go to sleep at night every night. I get that every other night. <laughs> so it's different. It is very different. And and it can be hard to explain the the pressure that's on you when you're home. And just the mental the mental weight it puts on you every day that you're home alone. Um, and it's hard to take the kid out alone. Let me be honest. I've been trying. Um, we got out on a walk the other day and I hope to be able to take him to the zoo or to other places alone and stuff, but it can be hard to do that. It can be hard to get everything ready and get them out of the house and, and push your mental capacity to get that stuff done. And it's funny because it doesn't seem like it'd be that much, but it's way more than what you think. And, and like, I'd love to take him to Chris's station, but at the same time, again, it's, it's getting him out alone. It's tough. It is just tough. And like right now, I'm actually, I just had him sat down in a chair to, to rock him and he's not having it. So now I picked him up and having to hold him while I record the rest of this for you guys, because I want to get this episode out for you. And I've never had to think about that before. And it's making me go scatterbrain on the podcast almost. And this is stuff like I hope to get into in the future. Um, I have some guests coming on in the future as we talk about that. I have some fun guests coming on, people I've wanted to talk to for a long time. And I specifically am uh, have some firewives coming on that I'm going to talk to them about a lot of stuff. They've got a lot of cool stuff going on themselves. But at the same time, I also want to talk to them about family life, talk to them about newborns, talk to them about, I don't know, how, how do they do it, right? Their version of family firefighter survival. So that's something I'm greatly looking forward to. And I think it can be a good help to, you know, you guys listen to the podcast. Um, I have an awesome guest coming on next week, Nick Magatel, And we talk about um, dispatcher life and we get into firefighter health and wellness conference. It's happening this fall. I'm excited about that. And then Chris will be coming back for some different episodes. We're going to do some more fire flicks and chill that we haven't done for a while. Um, and... I don't know, some other extra episodes that I want him in on, his opinion on, and things. Um, the 100th episode is coming up in a couple episodes, so it's going to be fun. But we have a lot of good guests coming up. I've got a lot of people I'm talking to uh, that we're trying to work out dates for, 
And of course, we're going to have my solo episodes coming up. So I guess this is just kind of a look forward to uh, what you guys have coming up from from me. So yeah, overall with the podcast, this is going to be interesting. It's going to be different. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to really size up where I'm at right now and how to, how to make this work again because I love this way too much and I'm not going to stop. <laughs> so how am I going to make this work in my life? You know, when's the best time to make this work? Uh, I used to record when Chris was at work. Well, now we have the kid around and if he's not sleeping, I'm going to have to record when Chris is home, <laughs> especially with guests. So it's going to be very different. It's going to take time out of family life and I'm going to have to learn how to manage everything a little bit better and a little differently. So come with me on this journey <laughs> as I figure out life. And I've told you guys before, I, I don't know if there's ever sort of a balance. I always feel like something's always taking something a little bit more than something else. Either family gets more at one time, work gets more at one time, or fire gets more at one time. I, I really don't think everyone, every spot always gets everything equally from you. Um, but I do think it's important to, when wherever you're at, to be 100% there when you're there. So basically... This is my opportunity, my new time to uh, work out my life and schedule time and figure out what works best for me and my lifestyle at this moment, at this point in time, at least maybe for the first couple months of Everett's life <laughs> that I might, ne might need to reevaluate again. Yeah, I don't know what else to talk about. So this is, you guys, just a return of the podcast episode here. This is nothing special. Um, talking to you about how my last few weeks have been some things that I found out were a little more difficult than I expected and ways my life is going to change. Basically an inside look to the first weeks of being a mom and very, very briefly, I should say, first weeks of being a mom. Uh, I'll probably get into that more in depth in a different episode, but I wanted you guys to kind of see how a brain can change a little bit and how life can change and... You know, all those firewives out there, I commend you. And anyone who's had kids um, going through this, I commend you. It is very different than what I thought. Anyone listening, if you have a spouse at home who's just had a kid or have had kids <laughs> or anything, or in general, um, give them a big old hug and say I love you and say thank you because this is, this is harder than I expected. <laughs> and I know a lot of people out there have done a great job at it. So... All right, he is fussing a little more than normal, so I think it's time to end the podcast here. And don't worry, he's not going to be in the background of every episode fussing. It's just what I have to do at the moment to make things work, and we do what we can, right, you guys? <laughs> so yes, you guys, I am so stinking excited to be back with regular episodes of the podcast coming at you every single week. Come back for next week's episode with Nick Magato. It's going to be a good one, and have a good night, day, whatever time you're listening to this, and I will catch you on the next episode. See ya! thanks for coming by and listening to the podcast i hope you enjoyed it be sure to leave a rating and review wherever you're listening follow me on facebook instagram and youtube at coupling spire podcast see you next time everybody